Hey, I'm Fat Roland, and this episode we meet Adrian and Bang Bang. This is the last episode in series one, and we've come a really, really long way together from there to just just over there. In episode 10, I meet the man behind the music project Bon Bon Experiment, Adrian Slatcher. I meet the performance artist's sister, Bang Bang Ladesh. I bump into a nonagenary, a very old person, and producer Lee bogs off on a bike ride. Oh, and we review Beyonce's album Lemonade. But let's start with producer Lee. This podcast Simon Cowell to my, I don't know, Steve Brookstein. Producer Lee has legs, and sometimes he uses those legs to ride a bike. Unfortunately, he also has a mouth, and he used that mouth to make stupid words come out like this. So I went on an epic bicycle journey. Okay, okay. Before you, okay, before you get into this, go you, you, for the word epic. Mm-hmm. You have chosen the, the wrong form of transport, but that, but it's fine. Okay, but but carry on. Right, it was from Chorley to the Lake District. Okay, well, epic. Uh, um, myself and a couple of friends decided we were going to cycle there for a weekend. Yeah, and so we packed up tents and food and stuff like that. And just set off. And we got all the way from Chorley to the far side of Lancaster. Yeah, yeah. It was a fair way. Good going, good um, going. And then the Calf weather. muscles like rocks. Yep. And yeah. then it started uh, chucking it down. And uh, sort of the, we started losing the light, so I thought we'd better find somewhere to camp. So we yeah, okay. found a campsite. What is, yeah. Uh, by the, but by the time we found it, it was almost pitch black. And absolutely tipping it down with rain. <laughs> so we're in a pitch black area. So, you know, there's no mobile phones at this point, so we couldn't light things yeah, up with that. You were all going to well get moved. You know, we all had sort of LED, sort of all these funny little lamps on our yeah. on our bikes, so it wasn't really illuminating anything. So we set up the tent in the rain, crawled in, and it was on an angle. And so and the water was just rushing through the tent. Ah, and it was like sleeping oh. in a stream. And how old were you at this? 16 maybe uh, 16, 17 uh, that's not good um, and we all started realising we were getting dangerously cold and yeah. wet because we weren't warming up so we gathered up our stuff and went to a hotel any normal person would go to a hotel right now uh, we didn't do that oh. um, we found the only room with a roof that was open oh, okay. and on the campsite and that was the laundry oh okay yeah and <laughs> so we warmed ourselves up by, for some reason, we had lots of 20p's. I don't know why. Okay, yeah. And we just basically <laughs> spent uh, the whole night pushing 20p's into the industrial dryer and then huddling around it, cooking noodles on our stove to keep oh, warm. That's really sweet. A bunch of <laughs> terribly damp yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Um, the weirdest survival programme ever. <laughs> yeah. We, I don't. Well, maybe. I mean, I, to be honest, if you hadn't had all those twenty p's on you, you probably would have got further. Yeah. You probably got, got to the Lake District and yeah. back. But uh, I, I don't think the dry is necessarily the best coin-operated. Well, the machinery to keep warm. On. Well, it probably was in that room because the only other option was um, 
washing machine. Washing machine and the thing that gave you a little cup of washing powder. Oh, well, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Neither of those were particularly warm. You set fire to that. We probably could have set fire to that. Highly flammable. But um, then we couldn't have used our 20p's. You could have you could have, <laughs> you could have used your 20p's on an arcade machine. I like really sort of pressed your face against the buttons because it's all light in it. Yeah. Uh, if, there oh, had been, if there had been one of those, you could have done yeah, that. Yeah, you could have done that. Um, if it had been like a like a vending machine with lots of crisps, yeah. we could have put all our 20p's in. Set fire to the crisps. Ho- well, no, no, hollowed out the machine and then huddled in the machine for warmth. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could have done Although that. I would have kept putting 20p's in, so like all the mechanism would have like just poked your eyes out. Um, yeah. Or it could have been, or in the theatre, like at the opera, and yeah. like you got the little, you know, little, little tiny, little tiny binoculars, little tiny yeah. little binoculars. You could have put you put twenty p in for that because they're obviously the twenty p, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then you could have got those little tiny binoculars and then looked at a fire. Yes, that I, would have that would have been kept you warm, probably, or just your eyes. It kept the eyes warm, or the you know those those the things where you put lots of two p's in the thing and it drops down. It's yeah. like a little there's these little trays or shelves going back and forth yeah and 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 they're always dead warm when you're standing next to them i like the way you try to explain that yeah uh, because it is the subject of a very famous game show on tv is it the the push penny thing yeah there's a whole game show based on tv no i've not got a tv and i know that i don't know it's called it's called push my penny you get that's what it's called something like that yeah and, uh, some guy. Do, and also with with one of that you could do one of those mm. put some fire into the coin slot and then the fire would slowly push down and get bigger and bigger mm. i'm it's physics it is physics yeah, yeah. so um so you are you obviously not still at the laundrette now <laughs> now we survived we survived the night and um, so you uh fine survive the night cycle back home hammered it sorted good work not quite Really, yeah. <laughs> we were all all really wet and cold still. So we found my friend's mum and she came and got us. <laughs> we gave up and never made it to the Lake District. Went home. Uh, ep- epic. The word you said at the start of this was epic. Yeah, maybe we'll find the word that's the the most opposite of epic, <laughs> and that was a, a mundane bicycle journey <laughs> that didn't finish. Adrian Slatcher is a poet and the keyboardist and voice man behind the prolific Bonbon experiment. I decided to meet Adrian in a cafe for an, an in-depth, in-depth analysis of his musical process and stroke or to talk about cassette tapes. Hey Fat Roland. Hey, Adrian Slatcher from from the Bon 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 Bon. When does it stop? Bon 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 Experiment. A Bon Bon Experiment. You may you make a music. No the no the no the. Like yeah, not like the Smiths. No. Oh. So there's no. Did I say the? The. You said the. Bon, oh, bon, bon, okay. Bon uh, let's let's start. Start. It's all over again. So hey, fuck, Ronaldo. Hey, hey, Asian Slatcher from Bon Bon. Bon 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 Bon. How many is Bon Bon Bon? Is it? It's just Bon Bon Experiment. The Bon from Bon Bon Experiment. Not the. 
Um, you, uh, you, I, I would say you make strange electronic noises. Um, how <laughs> how do you how do you make them? Uh, I, I'm very a mix of being very modern because yeah. I only use electronic music. Yeah, and that's, and that's all made in the future. And that's made in the future, yeah. as you know. And very old-fashioned, because yeah. I'm a bit of a Luddite, so I don't use a computer except to mix things down to. How do you... That's not possible. You can't... You've got to have it... You've got to do it in, like, Microsoft Word or something. Otherwise, how do you... Even, I don't understand. Um, I, I grew up in what I like to call the four-track years. Okay. And um, f- from about 1985 yeah. to oh, 1998, every music I made was on a cassette-based four-track. And so I would record on a tape, um, usually uh, tape. A, a chrome tape that I, <laughs> I bought from the Sony shop in Birmingham. And, um, and basically, um, you could only play the tape in one direction. Um, and the, the reason was... Um, when you get up, because they are a fabulous boy band. Yeah, it was actually One Direction were, were, were actually named after um, the sort of tapes that you could play in four-track recorders. After your tapes? No, I don't think after oh, my okay. tapes. Um, and I think the reason for that was because um, a normal tape, you can turn it over and listen to the other side. Well, with these tapes, yeah. you listen to both sides at once. What? So, But, but you got two ears, so you can't. Yeah, one for one ear, one for another ear, something like that. Yeah. So it, it is pretty much magic. Really. They, they, these ta- so let's talk sort of more. Tell me more about these tapes. So the, the oblong. Yeah, yeah. For, for younger viewers. Um, yeah, you know, younger, what, for, for, for younger viewers who are listening in mono. For, for this, uh, is, this is for the yeah, younger younger viewers listening in mono. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, they may not realise that uh, a cassette tape, cassette tape was yeah. a piece of magnetic tape that was cased in a plastic shell. And made of magnets. And um, So confusing. And could be played in something called a Sony Walkman. Nice, okay. Yeah. Uh, other brands were available. Which, so which is, and a Sony Walkman is, is like, it's like an iPod. Yeah. Or, but it's made of magnets. Yes, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's yeah. And um, if you didn't clean the magnets, the tape would go... Can you stop licking me? That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, sorry, it's not that type of podcast. No, it's not. It's a very nice podcast. This is, uh, this is a very nice podcast, which is basically uh, a bunch of blokes in a Didsby cafe talking about cassette tapes. So, what is your favourite length of cassette tape? It is actually the C46. That's not a thing. That's it is, a silly yeah. number. C46, because you may have remembered um, older or younger viewers may understand that um, an album obviously lasts 45 minutes. It doesn't last any longer and it doesn't last any shorter. All al- all albums last 45 minutes. Lasted exactly 45 minutes. Yeah, last 45 minutes. So they could fit on one side of a C90 cassette. What if they put adverts in and then does that last an hour? That's like, only on um, American. Um, uh, network TV on cassette. Yeah. So, um, so the important thing was. Yes. That, so the C forty six was. We are le- learning, learning. C forty six was. If on you want the podcast. If you wanted to have the album like vinyl with a side one and side two. Sorry, what? Like like a vinyl record. So it had a side one and a side but two. That's like that's like CDs made of licorice. 
here's here's the best way of describing it. Um, say you've um, um, say you've wrote a song that lasts forty six minutes long. Yeah, I've done. I've just done that now. Yeah, and it's got two parts. Yeah, and okay. the first part is twenty three minutes, and that's the good and, bit. and we call that Tubular Bells Part One. Yeah, and the second bit is called Tubular Bells Part Two. Yeah, what you want to do is to have a gap between them, and you want to fade out Tubular Bells Part One, and then turn over the cassette, and you could do that on C forty six. And speaking as a as a prof- professional mu- musician making music, <laughs> in, in the laughing, join that gap. It, is it important to hold your breath? I think it's very interesting because you would occasionally buy a cassette tape, and it would have tracks in the wrong order, not the same as on the vinyl record, and the reason was to save money because cassette tape is pretty much as expensive as uranium or something like that or it must have been um, and, they, that's, and that's, that's like a whole planet they had to make each side equal in length so there might be a concept album and they'd kind of put a track in the wrong order just to kind of even up the sides so cheap it, bastards cheap cheap the, the moral of this is never buy any music Last episode, the Hey Fat Roland podcast reviewed the movie Rogue One and for some reason, producer Lee wasn't happy with the results. So here is an expert review of the album Lemonade by the popular recording artist Beyonce. And if you like these next few minutes, put a ring on it. That's a, that's a reference to Beyonce's song. Thanks. Okay, last episode... The review uh, didn't go well. Uh, yeah, it went brilliantly. Um, well, you didn't watch the film, and so your review of Rogue One was anyway detailed. So this week, I asked you to look at uh, Lemonade by Beyonce. Yeah, time for a review. Yeah, have you done it? Amazing. Yeah, great. It's gonna be great. This. Let's have it. So I thought it, it was lacking. Um, I thought it needed something a bit, something added. Really, it wasn't quite enough. Um, uh, but you know, it's got the, all the customary, you know, the that that real sort of core sort of sparkle that we know, like you know, that we all appreciate. That's absolutely fine. I mean, everyone owns it now. Like everyone owns it. Like it's just really, really popular. But my, my problem is, like, so my problem is that the, the, the two litre bottles go <sighs> flat way earlier than the one litre bottles because they just, you know, they don't hold their own in the fridge that well. And like, why? I mean, why have why? You know, Sprite's way better. Like Sprite Seven Up, not so keen on. But I'm, are they lemonades? Are they? I'm not quite sure because they never say lemonade, do they? But the but yeah, I don't know. I'm more of a Pepsi man, really. I'd rather sometimes you can mix sort of Pepsi and lemonade together, and you get like a real sort of brownish kind of cool kind of different drink. I'd quite like to see that happen, really. So generally speaking, um, yeah, I don't know. Just just a bit, just a bit dull, you know. And actually, not very lemony. Uh, so, um, well, just. Just give me a star rating. So, um, oh, uh, so I would, I would rate the uh, this uh, lemonade. 
I'll rate it 14 bubbles. That's my new that's my new rating system for the reviews. It's all now in bubbles. Beyonce. She, yeah. wouldn't, she wouldn't be lemonade. She wouldn't be lemonade. Wouldn't be lemonade. Wouldn't be lemonade in any way whatsoever. She would be she would Beyonce would be both dandelion and burdock. Of course. Both of them. Queen of soft drinks. Queen of soft drinks. Queen of soft drinks. Uh, Jay-Z uh, would be an apple size. I can see that. Yeah. I, clearly apple size through and through. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears? Oh, well, obviously. Tab clear. clear. Tab clear. Tab clear. Tab clear. Tab clear for Britney yeah. Spears. Uh, Lorraine Kelly? Um, Lorraine Kelly would be sex on the beach. Uh, All the way. Theresa May? Uh, Theresa May would be um, Tequila Sunrise. Tequila Sunrise. For her. She goes hard on the sauce. Hard on the sauce. Although Michael Gove, Bud Ice. Oh, the worst the of all the buds. Worst, <laughs> the worst of all the buds. Bud Ice, I spit you out. Spit you out onto the floor. Uh, Billy Connolly. Ah, interesting. Iron, one. Iron Brew. Yeah. But Dash of Scotch. Dash of that, that, Nice. That's nice. That is nice. Um, uh, and. Uh, Travis, the band. Stone's Ginger Wine. Whoa, what even is that? It's Ginger Wine. Okay. By uh, Stone. Delamitri. The, the old indie band from Yodia. I'm trying to do Scottish Banana Dacry. <laughs> wow, would be banana. Well, they, 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 were, they were exotic, weren't they? Were, were they? Really? Yeah. Well, they, that, when, you, when you grow up in Chorley, Delamitri are exotic. Yeah, that's true. Because it says Del. Yeah. And then Amitri. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, it's like It's Spanish. like foreign. Um, the uh, Proclaimers uh, would be slightly too, ever, ever so slightly, different shades of J2O. Yes, with a little hint in one of them of Angostura bitters. Yeah, nice. You know all these, you know more drinks than I know me. many. I know many drinks. You do, good. good. Um, Ed Balls. Drink of water. Drink of water. Just to drink of like water. Like stale water? Or yeah, not, like... not like water that's just been poured from the tap, but it's been a, like, a, you know, at a party where you just get a, you get a, there's a drink of water just on the side. Yeah, you and, don't know how long it's been there. And you're really thirsty because, like, yeah. you've just woken up or whatever mm. and you think, should I drink? Should I drink it? Mm. Is it going to... Has somebody left their teeth in it? Yeah, you just don't know. That's Ed Balls. That's, that's, that's Ed Balls all the way. Tom Jones? Um, Tom Jones would be a very warm... And very refreshing. Uh, warm and y- refreshing? Y- warm and refreshing yard of urine. Of human urine. But in a nice way. What, with like a, a dash of cordial meal or something? No, no, just pure piss. It's pure piss. Yeah, just pure piss. That would be that. That's a compliment. Yeah. My final interview for series one of Hey Fat Roland is with Sister Bang Bangladesh from the House of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Bang Bang is a performance artist, HIV activist and a leather nun. Yeah, you know, one of those leather nuns. On Friday, 17th of February, we'll both be appearing like proper on stage in real life for Mother's Ruin at the Contact Theatre as part of their queer contact season. So time to receive my blessing from Sister Bang Bang. Amen. Hey, Fat Roland. Hey, ooh, boy, oh, that was exciting, that was. Yeah, did I choke um, you then? I with my 
my aura. It's my aura, isn't it? Yeah, aura all all over me. (laughs) That's terrible. Um, Welcome to the uh, podcast here. Um, You you are you you are Sister Bang Bang Ladesh. You're absolutely right. I'm glad my name badge helped you out there. Yeah, did. Um, Literally took me about three days when I realised the Bangladesh bit of the name. That's. I don't know what you mean. Oh, uh, no. It's bang, bang Bang is, is the, the name I was given many years ago by my Austrian parents because I grew yeah. up in Vienna. Nice. And uh, Ladesh is because I, I, I like a little bit of French every now and again. Nice. Yes. Like baguettes. Yes. And uh, croissants. I, uh, that as well. Yes, that and as well. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Um, so what do you what what do you do? What's because there's this performance that I'm I'm going to be performing at at the Contact Mother's Ruin. On February seventeenth, I am going to go. I'm going to go along and be Shakespearean. Um, I'm going to be like a, a famous, wonderful actor. I'm going. I'm going I'm to be the classy one. What is it that you're going to do at the Mother's Ruin gig? Well, first of all, Fat Roland, um, I didn't actually know you were going to be on the Mother's Ruin on February the 17th, so I'm, we're going to probably have to have a word with the management about that. Um, I wouldn't want to clash we're in the same half as you, uh, really, you know what I mean? We, we like to retain an air of dignity, which well, I, I dare I, say you haven't got. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, see, I quite like to wear black. Do you? Well, uh, and you wear black because you are an actual, an actual nun uh, in yes. real life. Can I give you a tip, darling? Yeah. yeah. Black is not always slimming as a oh, colour. No. <laughs> Do you know where I'm coming yeah. from there? I mean that with kindness. Okay. You also, you you have a quite a spectacular, uh, colourful beard. It's it's is, it's is marvellous, it, isn't it? Is, is that natural? It is absolutely natural. I've cultivated this over the years. Yeah. You know, at the convent which we have on Florizel Street, um, Seth Gardner grows some um, organic manure stuff, which then I apply over my beard to make it lush like it is now. I he often applies it to his chest and has a basically suitably hirsute area himself, which That's we that. enjoy. I wish I had a gardener. <laughs> I, oh, I should have one. I would like a gardener who grows manure in my garden. <laughs> it is. People think they put manure on their garden, but no, we actually grow it. That's yeah. good. Mm. Is it? Is it? Does it hang from trees, or is it? Is it sort of plants that come up from the soil? Hang from trees. Don't be silly, dear. It 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 grows like a mushroom, sort of fungusy area underneath uh. underneath the apple trees at the far end of the garden. So when when you are go, when you are on stage, um, being like all a real nun and everything, yeah. and you have all the manure on your beard and all that kind of stuff, how how do you do a blessing and can can I learn it? Well, we, I wash the manure out first here and put glitter onto it, so <laughs> we don't have any extraneous smells wafting around at the time. But it's certainly a blessing. Now, you have to keep in mind, Fat Roland, that as nuns, as Sisters Perpetual Indulgence, yeah. we do not entertain guilt, right? Right. So, as far as we're concerned, people are told they are guilty of this, that and the other. And we will not have it. We won't have it, okay? Um, so we expiate stigmatic guilt, of which certain members of the church like to impress. So we will be getting rid of that in the blessing, right? We'll make right. sure that people are happy and joyful. And ex- exclusive to the, the, the Hey Fat Roland podcast, Sister Bam Bangladesh, what is the thing you are most guilty of? 
Well, I have to go back to the fact that I'm not guilty of anything, dear, because we don't believe in guilt. Oh. Right. Now, if I thought you, I'd got you then. Sort of no, you yeah, didn't get me. So if you came to me and said, oh, Sister Bang Bang, um, I have sinned, please forgive me. I'll say, and you haven't sinned in our eyes. But if it feels good for you, Fat Roland, I will take that guilt on my shoulders oh. and then you can bugger off and have a good night out doing whatever you like. That's very nice. Yeah. And what, what, is the, what is the worst thing your, your gardener has done in the convent? Um, not turned up um, on a Saturday night. <sighs> when we've had, yeah, we've ordered pizzas and he's not bothered. What is, is what? Hold on. What? what um, okay. What? What does a gardener have to do with pizza? I don't get the. Well, he's more than a gardener. He's a, he's a very pretty face. But we'd ordered pizzas and he'd gone off on his little moped to go and pick them up, and it disappeared into the night. And eating the pizzas? Yeah. Actually, we think he's probably gone back to his best friend Raoul and spent the evening with him. Oh, no. Dirty slut. <laughs> I'll say something else then, but you know. Rude, yeah. rude words on the fur. If he eats all the pizzas, he'll get all fat as well. Yeah, and he said fit as well. But he's, he's probably going to come down to um, Mother's Ruin on February the 17th, that's where you're good. there and we're there. That's a good, that's a good, it's a very good plug. Yeah, it's very a good plug yeah. for the, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will be wearing uh, all glitter. As long as it's not spandex glitter, because <laughs> really, we don't want to be laughing for too long, do we, before you start your act. <laughs> this final bit is going to be presented by the brand new character, the Hey Fat Roland robot. This is an introduction to the final bit. That, that's, that's the new character introducing this final but oh shut up this is just me talking about an old man with producer Lee this is the worst podcast in the world so I met producer Lee I met a 94 year old man right 90 94 in in what context did you uh, meet it was it a, a, a date or yeah it was a hot date a hot it was, date mm, yeah what? I I, I, I only I only so chicken chili wings or something oh is that a disease Chili wings. No, possibly. I'm not sure what what chili wings are. I hope they clear up. Um, (laughs) I I only date. I only date 94 year old men. That's it. And then when they get exclusively, yeah, just 94. Mm -hmm. I 93. I'm no cradle snatcher. <laughs> to be honest, you're, you're almost like you're, no. you're vomiting in your mouth. I know. Just, think, just thinking oh, about a 93 year old. I no no. Ugh. 94 well fit. Yeah. And then 95 kick him to the curb. That that's it. That's my yeah. uh, date. No, so no, no. I'm guessing you're you find it difficult to sustain to a find people in that very narrow category. Well, you know, you, there, there's uh, old people's homes. Yeah. There's um, that's it really, isn't it? Um, there's um, graveyards. <laughs> no, there's not that. No, no, no. no they're dead, then, aren't they? They're dead. Um, no, he was walking. No, this guy. What? It wasn't a date. This guy no. was walking through Manchester, walking the streets, streets of Manchester, mm-hmm. and well, he's doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, so me and my friend, we're walking through in the Northern Quarter, where everyone's young and hip and. You know, uh, beards, beards, mm. and uh, and we're walking through, and he he, come, he shuffles up to us, and he goes, "Do you know?" He says, "Ah, so that, that's how he's like speak. like Prince Philip, like Prince, that's Prince, Prince Philip who looks like a Toby jug." Do you know? Do you, do you know? You do you know? That's how he spoke. That I, he said, "Do you know that I am ninety four years old?" And he stopped us to tell us his age because he was so wow. amazed that he got to that age. 
Well, you would be proud of it, without wouldn't you? Without being all a big poo on the floor, but he he was amazed that he yeah. felt active and alive. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. So I think he just wanders the streets of Manchester, stopping people. <laughs> Telling people he's saying, 94 years old. I'm still going. Yeah. It's all right, isn't it? Well, I'd do, I'd, I'd do that. I, at I, least. I'd, I'd, I'd at least do that. What would you what well, what would you like to be like when you were on when you were ninety four years old? What would you like to be like? Um, I'd quite like to be uh, robotic. No, you know? okay. Because I don't think I'll be able to walk, be walking around at ninety four. So I want them to upgrade my parts. You, so you, I was like, are you, are you talking like bionic or just like with a few wheels on you? <laughs> with a few wheels on me. Yeah. And maybe maybe like a, a chopping axe. So I could go on Robot Wars. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. You'd well, I'd, en- I'd enjoy that. If if you were if you were like ninety four, yeah, I would I would totally staple some wheels on you. The staples? I'd staple gun them to you, right, all mm. over you, yeah. If it wouldn't turn I would. them. So when I, when I was, I, I, when I was 94... When yeah, I was, yeah, what, what would you... If I, if I was 94, I would like to be gas. I, like, it's good being, like, you a know... solid. A solid. Yeah. And, like, a lot of liquid and sloshy mm. stuff as well. Yeah. Because you've heard me walk. But, mm. um, but I'd, I'd quite like to be mostly gas. Yeah. Like um, the you know have you seen Hellboy two? Uh, I have yeah the one uh, with the, the sort of colon the golden army. C- yes, colon my golden army. Yeah, uh, there's the man who's made out of gas in that. Oh, is there? Yeah, have I just nicked that he, idea? He, he lives in a suit. Oh, he he's does, an, doesn't he's he? An ectoplasmic entity. Yes, like oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, nice guy. That looks, not... it looks looks like a looks a good way to live. But not ninety four. But I, I would. Well, I, would... I think he's older than ninety four, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, I think so. I in the film between you and me, between you and me, you think he's a bit of a hottie, don't you? No, I think they're making it up in Hell. I don't think it's Wait true. Wait a minute, I don't think Hell is true. Are you telling me no that that isn't true to life? I've never met anyone with a big hand. I think that's all a lie. I've met many people with large hands. Just one large hand, though. Um, not many people who are red. No, no, no. Um, I've never met. I think you're possibly right. No, but I'd quite like to be a gas because then I could get all people's noses and bums. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Well, I mean, yeah, I suppose you could you could still try that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, could, if you wanted. Yeah. Be a bit weird. Can I can I retract my answer? I don't want to be a robot. Right. What I want to be is in a place where I think every movie that I watch uh, is real. Every every movie. Yeah. That I that I just think every movie is real. Right. You sir. I've watched too much Fifty Shades of Grey. I know where you're going with this. You want a bit. <laughs> of, all, yeah. You want a bit of spanky. Am I? Am I? Is, yeah. that, is it? Am I? Am I too transparent? Too too like like a gas. Like a gas. Good the callback. That was Adrian Slatcher, Sister Bang Bangladesh, and Lord of the Underworld of the podcast world, producer Lee. That's it for this series of Hey Fat Roll and thanks for listening, although Series 2 will be along pretty quickly. Find all of this on Twitter and Facebook as Hey Fat Roland Pod. And don't just don't just disappear off onto the sunsetted horizon all hand in hand and lovely. Give us five stars on iTunes before you go and tell your friends. Uh, come back soon, this is a professional podcast. Hey Fat Roland. Hey, hey, fat, 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 fat,
The Hey Fat Roland podcast was written by Fat Roland with additional material by Lee Moore. It was produced for the internet by Lee and Ian. Hey, 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 hey,